chosen to gather with us this morning. We're continuing through this series. Actually, this is the last part of the series, the Christmas Guest List. As you remember, the first week we looked at, at Joseph, and then Mary, and then last week, Jesus. And today, it's, of course, after the birth of Christ. So there's a, a couple people in the Bible that, well, there's several, but a couple that we'd like to focus on this morning that are part of the guest list as, as well. You know, there's nothing like being invited. Uh, I know uh, uh, it, it's nice to just uh, be invited to different things. I, I've shared this before, but I remember when we moved here 20 years ago, we were new to Cleveland County, and it was Labor Day weekend, and, and uh, that was a time typically where we kind of gathered where we lived before in Ohio, and had a celebration with family and friends, church family, and uh, it kind of like got you into the, the fall. It was kind of like the last uh, hurrah of summer. And, and I remember uh, it was Labor Day, and it's like no one invited us. I was like, man, what's, I thought the South was friendly, and no one really uh, asked us to do anything, and, and so we were feeling sorry for ourselves. Um, but that morning, Labor Day morning, a, a, a friend who we had met at church, the Philbecks, the family, they said, hey, why don't you come on over, and, and uh, we're having a cookout, we're going to play some wiffle ball, and I said, we're in. So we came and brought our bag of uh, Doritos and showed up, and, and uh, we played wiffle ball, and the only thing that was weird about that, they, they watched the race. It's like, who does that? And uh, so anyway, but they, I tried to enjoy the left-hand turns, and, and we celebrated, and they uh, uh, really helped us connect, and I'm thankful for, for their invite. But there's nothing like being invited to the, to the, to the party, and, and that's what we're focusing on as we go through this series. And of course, it's Christmas time, so our focus is on uh, the, the, the characters of Christmas, and... Uh, Jesus has been born. Uh, he's eight days old. And in Luke chapter 2, you can turn there if you'd like, we read verses 22 through 24. When the time came for the purification rites required by the law of Moses, Joseph and Mary took him to Jerusalem 
to present him to the Lord, as it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male is to be consecrated to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice in keeping with what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of doves or two young pigeons. So Jesus is brought to the temple and we meet these uh, two other uh, who are part of the Christmas story this morning. You know, over 2,000 years later, God is still inviting us into the Christmas story. And Simeon and Anna, their faith allowed them to be a special part. So, so that's who I'd like us to focus on. These two characters on the guest list, Simeon and Anna. Simeon and Anna. So we just read, he, he's being dedicated uh, his, his parents come to the temple, and notice what it says in verse 25. There was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. Now, Simeon, this is the only mention of Simeon in all the Bible right here in this Luke 2 passage. And his name simply means one who obeys, one who obeys. And, and as we've read this verse, verse 25, you know, it talks about the consolation of Israel. And I thought, well, what's that actually mean? What it, what it simply means is that there, there, there's that hope, that, that hope of the Messiah coming. That's what they were looking for. There were like 400 years of silence, and they were looking for the Messiah. Simeon believed that Jesus was coming. He not only believed, but he, he waits with anticipation. And, and there's some things about his life, and these are good things for our lives as well, that really stand out, that, 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 that make him special. There's, there's four thoughts. Actually, when we get to the second character, Anna, there's four thoughts about her too. But, but Simeon, first of all, what's great about Simeon, he allowed himself to be controlled by the Holy Spirit. He allowed himself to be controlled by the Holy Spirit. Now, the Holy Spirit, uh, if you've been in church, you, you know the Holy Spirit is part of the Godhead. The Holy Spirit's God. The Holy Spirit had no beginning like God. The Holy Spirit was, was there. In fact, in Genesis 1, when we read uh, that, that account, you'll see that the Holy Spirit's being referred to. But, but what's great about the Holy Spirit, when a person gets saved, the Holy Spirit indwells the believer. God actually takes up residence in the believer. Now, in verse 26, it says, It had been revealed to him, this is Simeon, by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon takes him into his arms. So picture this scene. They're in the temple. The, the Holy Spirit says, hey, Simeon, you're going to meet the Christ child. You're going to meet the Messiah. You, you're going to live in the time he comes. Um, in fact, he knew it's been revealed to him. Before you die, Simeon, you're going to meet Jesus. You're going to meet the Messiah. So he's at the temple courts. And, and what's great about Simeon, he takes God serious. When God says, to Simeon, go, he goes. And, and, and what a neat picture for all of us to, to listen, to, to be av available 
when God speaks. Now, as you look at this verse, these verses, uh, you see Simeon taking Jesus into his arms. And, and I look at that, and I think it's a great word picture for us to think of receiving Jesus, taking him into his arms. And, and there's, a, there's a gentleness I see here, just, just a, a loving gesture of just, hey, this is God, this is Jesus, and, he, and he's holding him. So he receives Jesus, and that's important for all of us. And that's how the Holy Spirit gets into a believer. They, they must receive him. They must re, 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 gather him and, and, and take him into their life. The Spirit led Simeon. He, he was taught by the word. He was obedient to the will of God. And now, when we look at him, we think, okay, he was obedient, but what if he hadn't been obedient? And, and, and you know, there's, there's something to that. When we're not obedient, we miss out on what God's doing in our life. God has special assignments for every one of us, and that assignment is for us to be obedient and to, to take Jesus into our life. Now, he knew he would not see death before he had seen the Lord Jesus. And as we, as we look at this, and as we look at the, this idea of the Holy Spirit here, I, I think it's important that we just take a, a minute and just kind of think about the Holy Spirit for a few moments. In 1 Corinthians we read, Don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple and that God's Spirit dwells within you. He, he dwells within us. And, and, and when we think of, of that, the Holy Spirit, when I was uh, a teenager, there's a lot of things going on in my life. There's sickness in our home. There's just a lot of, of tough junior high years. And it was during that season where I knew I needed more than just going to church. And it was during that time where I Receive Jesus. It was during that time that the Holy Spirit took up residence in my life, and I'll never forget. It was a a Monday night at a, at our at our home church, and the pastor was speaking, and he was speaking on the importance of having a relationship with Jesus. And it was that time that I gave my life to Jesus. And I remember I had gone forward in the church, and, and the pastor took me back to his office, and then he left the office after he had led me to Christ. And it was like there was a presence. In my life. Now, don't, don't think I'm getting psycho on you or anything. But, but there's just like a, an indwelling that seemed to just take place in my life. I didn't hear any voices or anything, but it was like, man, I've got something with me now. And it was during that time where I asked Jesus, where I invited him into my life, that I got saved. And the Holy Spirit took up residence in your life. And there's nothing like having the Holy Spirit in your life. Now, there's some things about him. This is just a little Bible lesson about the Holy Spirit that I want us to get. First of all, he teaches us and he reminds us. He teaches us and reminds us. And in John 14, 26, it says, The advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything I have said to you. We have a teacher. Who, who, who shows us, who guides us, who reminds us. And then also, and this is uh, important, even though we sometimes don't like this, but he convicts us. You know when you know you shouldn't be doing something? That's the Holy Spirit speaking to your heart. And, and the Holy Spirit is good at reminding us 
of, of where we're sideways, of where we get off track. In John 16, 8, it says, When he comes, he'll prove the world to be in the wrong about sin and righteousness and judgment. So there's a convicting. And then he guides us. Isn't it great to know he guides you on the path where we're called to go? We see that in John 16, 13. When he, the spirit of truth, comes, he'll guide you into all truth. So again, this teacher that we have convicts us. He, he guides us. And then he empowers us. He empowers us. In Acts 1.8, the Bible says, you'll receive the power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Now, now think of that. The Spirit is what gives us the power to go forward and to do life. And, and, I, and I, I tell you, it's exciting because it seems like the Holy Spirit's on the life of this church. And that's because you guys are, are willing to let him lead you and guide you and convict you and give you the direction you need. But these are just great, simple reminders for us as we think through what the Holy Spirit is in our life. He's God. He's taken up residence in your life if you've accepted him as your Savior. There's a second reason that Simeon was invited to be part of this guest list. And that we see in verses 28 and 29. He was prepared to die. He was prepared to die. Look what it says in verse 28. Simeon took him in his arms, and he praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you've promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. Here's Simeon. He's, he's an older man. He's, he's waited for Jesus to come. And he's at the temple, and he's received this Christ child. And he says, okay, God, my part's done. My, my mission is, is complete. And he realizes, hey, I'm now ready to go to the Father. Not only did he anticipate the coming of, of the Messiah, but he was ready now as he anticipated heaven. Going to the Father. You know, the cares of this life are, are now put aside for him, and now he can meet the Father. And boy, again, a good application for all of us. Have we prepared? Of course, we prepare when we give our life to Jesus, when we surrender to Jesus, when we accept him as Savior, but then the ongoing part of life. You know, never should we just say, well, I'm in my 60s now, or I'm in my 70s now, or I'm in my 50s now, we got to get you all, all of you, and say, well, I've done my part, you know. You know, we must be ongoing and doing what God calls us to do. And every one of us that are still alive here, and I think you're all alive. Usually this is one of the harder Sundays because everybody's kind of, I don't want to say hungover, but maybe you're just kind of, you know, you had a, you had a hungover with food, yes? Okay, but you've just, you know, but you're just kind of, but, but you're all alive. I can pretty much tell. At least your eyes are open, most of you. But, but here's the thing. There's a plan for all of us. Yes, we've all been called, and, 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 and there's a preparation. You don't just kind of just hang out and say, well, I've done my part. You, you keep moving forward and keep doing what God's called you to do. And, and Paul is another one. We've we got to mention him for a minute because it says here in 2 Timothy 4, verses 6 and 7, it's on the screen here, for I'm, ready, I'm already being poured out like a drink offering, and the time of my departure is near. I fought the good fight. I finished a race. 
I have kept the faith. You know, he's finishing well. You know, Simeon finished well. You know, many of you are finishing well, and we salute you for that. But, you know, it's not over yet. You, you fight the good fight. You finish the race, and you keep the faith. And then there's two more. A third reason Simeon's invited to be part of this guest list. He cared. He cared for everybody. The Bible says in verse 30, notice what it says, My eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. You know, it's made very clear here that Simeon knew that Jesus, this, this child he was holding, was the light of the world. He could see beyond his own agenda in his own people, in his own nation, to a divine plan that God had for all the people, not just Israel. You know, he cared. And, and, and boy, we need to keep realizing that there's people in need of Jesus. They're, they're, you know, we, we can't become that little holy huddle and not just, uh, and just think, well, we have enough. You know, our church has grown enough now. I mean, I want my parking spot. You know, I want to have my seat every Sunday. You know, there, there's, there always has to be a, a movement to keep pressing forward. Sure, it's challenging, but God wants us all to care for people, having people in our life that, that are, are, are lost and in need of Jesus. So keep pressing in and keep caring for all as, as Simeon models for us here. And then the result of that is, is the fourth point. Simeon blessed others by sharing the word of God. Because we care, we should share. Yes? And, and notice what it says in the, in the remaining part of this section on Simeon. It says in verse 33, The child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, This child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be spoken against, so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your own soul too. Now, there's a lot in there, but, but, but what we notice really uh, is, is the fact that, that he was willing to share the word with others, and, and he was faithful to do that. And, 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 you know, as, as we picture this, I, I just think of the comfort and the assurance that must have come on to the life of, of Joseph and Mary at this time. You know, they've, they've been obedient through this journey. Uh, all the criticism that, that, that they were being talked about through their, their, uh, their, their, their marriage and their relationship. But, 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 you know, this had to just bring like, hey, thanks for the message. That we hear. And then, of course, he mentions, too, the idea of, of, of a sword will pierce your own soul, too. This is a, uh, a message to, to Mary, and it's a reference to what John talks about when Jesus is hanging on the cross. And where Mary is seeing her son being crucified and, 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 and the pain he's going through. And, and that's a, a reference to that. So, again, it was something that was, was uh, in her heart as, as Simeon shared truth with them and with us. So, uh, to this point, we're that mouthpiece. 
We're to be that one who, who shares God's word with others. And, and boy, I think of, of what Paul tells us in Romans where he says this, how can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And, and I reference that because, you know, we're to be that preacher. We're to be that messenger to those God puts in our life. You know, we can reach, you can reach people that I, I don't know. And, and the same for me. And, and we have to have people in our lives who, who we're sharing truth with. And boy, as we enter this new year tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow already, it's, it's January 1st. You know, is there someone God could put in your heart who, 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 who needs to hear the word of God? Is there someone God has placed in your workplace, in your family, in your neighborhood, who, who you should just be willing to share God's truth with as we think of this new year? You know, that's a challenge for, for all of us here today. Simeon used the message God shared with him to share it with others. Now, there's a second character in the story, and you think, boy, if he would have just stopped on the first one, we could have really gotten out early. But we're not going to do that. <laughs> I'll never forget my first message. It was Mother's Day, and I had four points, and I had like a long sermon, and I was done, done in like 12 minutes. <laughs> and uh, the pastor said, hey, they'll love you if you preach short. And he's one of those guys who would preach 40, 50 minutes. And I was like, oh, man, please get to the end. But, but you know, uh, I tell you that because we're not at the end yet. But if we quit right now, I'd be at 12 minutes about, 15 minutes. But, but Anna, we have to talk about, yes? And, and as we look at her, she's on this Christmas guest list as well. And we meet her in, in the same section. She's at the temple. And in verse 36, it says, there was a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Penuel, I think I'm saying that right, of the tribe of Asher. The Bible says she was very old, and she had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage, and then was a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple, but worshipped night and day, fasting and praying. Look what it says. Coming up to them at that very moment, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. So what's just taken place, you know, they've, they've had this dedication, and, 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 and Joseph's there, and Jesus is there, and Mary's there, and Simeon's there, and now Anna uh, becomes part of the, the guest list. Her name means gracious. And, you know, there's something special about this because she probably was a very gracious lady. And, and I think that's something good for us older folks to remember that we, we need to stay gracious as we enter uh, our older years. You know, don't get old and cranky. Be, be, be gracious, as, as Anna's name means. She was very devoted. She, she loved Jesus. She was a prophetess, the Bible says, which, which means she directly had uh, truth that was revealed, and then she'd share that truth. So uh, special about her. Now, there's some things in her life, too. There's four that, that are just uh, revealed here. And, and, and the first one's this. She, she daily abided in God. She, she abided in God. She had a, a connection with God. In fact, 
we learn from, from this that she was married seven years and then her husband died. So she was a widow for a long time. But the passage says she was connected to the temple. Uh, she, she had a special abiding connection, abiding relationship with the Lord. And, and you know, I look at her. She, God uses special ones. That he just gives special assignments to everyone. And, and it's important that we all realize that we're called to an assignment. And in Anna's case, we, we see her, her, her message her, as, a, as a one who abides, as one who was a, 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 a care uh, giver to different ones. She, she was committed to the Lord. And, and, and I'll tell you, it's important for all of us to realize that, that abiding is something we all need to seek to be doing. You know, I think sometimes we, we have to do this magnificent thing, this great and, and, and miraculous thing, but, but really... To, to, to bask with Jesus and to abide with Jesus, uh, to fast and pray is, is important. Jesus told us this in John 15. I'm the vine, you're the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. So be one that, that abides with the Lord, uh, uh, connects with the Lord, takes special relationship with the Lord. Not only did she abide, but there's three other things, too. The second one, she's devoted. There's a devotion about her. She she was very disciplined. She was sold out to the Lord Jesus, to God. The Bible says she never left the temple. Now, as we look at this, it could mean that she never missed the service at the temple. Or it could mean that she maybe had a residence that was, was close by the temple area. We're not, we're not sure about that. But the great thing about Anna was she was on fire for the Lord. And, and she cared. She, she really cared. She, she, I, I believe she's one who put on, as we we're, we're taught in the scriptures, to do the one another's in the Bible. You know, you, you've maybe heard this, but there's like over 50 places in the Bible where it talks about one another's. How we're to forgive one another, how we're to love one another, how we're to be kind to one another, we're to prefer one another. And, and, and she was one who did that. She, she lived out those one another's because she was a devoted, committed follower of Jesus, of God. There's two more things about her that I just think are, 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 are cool to point out, and that is that she was thankful. She was a thankful person. Uh, Coming up to them at that very moment, notice what it says. She gave thanks, the Bible says. She, she gave thanks. She, 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 she sees Jesus, and she says, thanks. This is, this is the Messiah. God gave her eyes to see the Savior, and her message was, thanks. And boy, uh, a, a great reminder for all of us. You know, and she might have thought... Like, a baby? You know, we're waiting for the Messiah, and the Messiah's a baby? You know, there, there's none of that here. It's like, hey, this is the Christ child. This is the Messiah, and she's willing to be thankful and a good practice for all of us. I'll say this. If we could be a thankful people, it'll change our life. I, I know you probably don't believe this, but I tend to be cranky at times you know I I do I especially you know and you know what does it to me too 
sugar. And it's that time of the year. You know, someone gave me a 40-ounce bag of peanut M&Ms for Christmas. That's two pounds and eight ounces, by the way. I think there's about eight ounces left. So I walk by the bag, and I, I just put a bag, handful in my pocket, and then I just pop them during the day. And, and I drink it with skim milk. So that's my, <laughs> I know. It's like, but, 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 you know, that sugar, it, it tends to just kind of get me a little grumbling and complaining. And, and, and it's not good for me at times to do that because the Bible says that I should do all things without grumbling and complaining. And boy, a, a great practice to, to be a, a thankful person. And, and God wants us to be that person. Do all things, the Bible says, without grumbling and complaining. And then he says in 1 Thessalonians, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. So be a, a thankful person. And again, I, I look at this person. She's well into her 80s probably. And she's a widow, no reference to having children. But it doesn't appear that there's, there's, there's a spirit in her heart that's a thankful spirit. And boy, what a great thing to be known for. You know, that's a person that counts their blessings. You know, they just, they just, they just always don't see the circumstances. They see Jesus in the circumstances. And there's a thankfulness that results in all that. Then Hebrews I love this verse. Notice what it says. Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise. The fruit of lips that openly profess his name. And do not forget to do good and to share with others. For with such sacrifices, God is pleased. A thankful heart. A thankful heart. She, she's on the list Again, her attitude of thankfulness gets, helps get her there. And then there's one more thought to this. She told others about Jesus. And this is what we said about Simeon as well. But, but it says in verse 38, And spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. So we're getting a message here, right? We're to be sharing that message. Notice, to all who were looking when, when she saw the Redeemer, when she saw Jesus, she was faithful to speak of him. This child was the Messiah to a lost and hopeless world. You know, I'm sure Anna was one who, who prayed for opportunities to open her mouth. And, and she did it with loving kindness and gentleness and a desire to, to, to let the message be shared with all. So, bring this together with me. Application to all this. These examples. These examples that, that, that welcomed the Christ child into this world. That, that God allowed to be part of this Christmas story. Simeon. He was controlled by the Spirit. It's a good reminder for us, yes? He was prepared to enter eternity. You know, he finished well. He, he paid attention to the race God set out for him. He, he cared. He, he, he genuinely cared 
about people. And then he blessed others by sharing God's truth to a lost and dying world. So, that's Simeon, Anna. She, she teaches us that, that, that important principle of, of abiding with the Father, of, of, of one who's devoted, a one who, who, who definitely practiced a, a thankful spirit, and boy, was she a faithful witness for the world. I'd like to close with a, a, a passage that really kind of describes for all of us what, what Christmas is all about. And, and Paul gives us these words in Titus. For the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present age. While we wait for the blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness, and listen to what it says, and to purify for himself a people that are his very own, eager to do what is good. So, Simeon and Anna, as they were invited into the story, have we accepted God's invitation to join him in the Christmas story. Let's pray. Lord, as we have looked at your word this morning and looked at these two characters, Simeon and Anna, I thank you for their lives, that they were well lived. And Lord, I just pray for each of us that have come together here this morning that we would recognize now as we reflect that we too are an important part to this Christmas guest list. And Lord, we have to be sold out to what's important to you. Lord, we're about to enter a new year. We've, we, we've had this opportunity many times, but I just pray, God, that it would be a year like no other, a year as we celebrate Jesus and what you're doing and be more committed than ever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We're getting ready to give an invitation, and here it is. If you've never accepted Christ as your Savior, if you've never put your faith and trust in Jesus, today be a great day for you to do that, to respond to him. Or maybe you just want to uh, take time to reflect and pray, and, and that's fine. Pray from where you are. Or you want to use this altar to pray. You want someone to pray with you. One of our prayer partners will be here. Whatever your need is, you come as the worship team leads us. Will you stand with me this morning?